Hey, party poopers. <laughs> Welcome to the Party Pooper Podcast. And this is a podcast where we talk about all the things that Phil hates. <laughs> well, yeah. so, and likes this yeah. episode. Yeah, actually this episode we'll get into the stuff that he likes. But so, the stuff I like m- might be uh, a downer for some people. We'll see. Well, hey, Phil. Hi, Alethea. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. Um, we'll try to make this a real mini-sode, and definitely more lighthearted than the last two. Well, so something special about this episode that you are only finding out now <gasps> is we're doing this episode completely battery-powered. Oh. Yeah, it's it's running off of this battery right here, and um, so that means that if there's ever a power outage, and we see a ghost or something, we can start recording a podcast on battery power. Excellent. That's I agree. I, I wholeheartedly not I agree. I'm on board. Down with it. Yeah. On board. On board. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I'm bored. I'm oh, like, oh I'm bored. well, I mean <laughs> Wow. That would be a new uh new record of me being upfront. Um so the risk is maybe the battery bank will run out and nah. everything will just turn off. But nah. I, I believe it sh- it's powerful enough to last the episode, but it gives us incentive not to go on forever, I right. guess. Whatever. True that. True that. Ready to get into it? Yeah. So, um, drinks? Sure. I'm on call still, so I'm not drinking a beer, but if I were drinking a beer, I've just got water and coffee, but if I were drinking a beer, I'd mm-hmm. be drinking, um, there's this, excuse my French accent, but it's called Il Sauvage Brewing Company in Victoria, BC. It's not a Quebec brewery, but I guess maybe some Quebec expats or whatever moved to BC, maybe, or... Or maybe from France. France? Oh, yeah, who knows? Or maybe it's just somebody that was like, let's call this Il Sauvage. Yeah, so for everyone else, everyone out there that doesn't know, Il Sauvage means uh, like wild island, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Savage island. Um, and the one that I liked that I tried before is called Verdoyant. So it's a dry hopped sour. I, I don't like sour beer normally. Alethea is the big sour beer fan. So I bought it for her. Um, but I ended up drinking it and I actually really liked it. They should make one called Voyandant. (laughs) (laughs) Which is basically like, come on. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, yeah, it was really good. And uh, it, for for everyone out there that isn't super into sour beers, it's not like a punch in the face sour. It's kind of just, uh, you know, it's sour on the side. It's like, a smack and a kisser as opposed to a punch in the face. <laughs> yeah, like a flick in the nose of sourness, but not like a full slap. I don't know. I think you're drawing it wrong if you're getting it in your nose. Yeah, my imagery is not uh, not on today. So what do you got? Oh, actually, I am drinking the Houndstooth and Soda from Tweed, which is the cannabis-infused carbonated beverage. Um, There's only two milligrams of THC in this. It's sativa. I really like it. Is it basically uh, like pot soda? I mean, you just sounded like you were 70, pot soda. Well, I don't know. Like, it's a carbonated beverage, but is is it similar to anything that I would be familiar with? No, although I have to say, you know when you drink um, spruce beer? Yeah. 
it kind of reminds me a little bit, or, or spruce soda, I should say. Mm-hmm. It has that little like piney, sprucey kind of, which is basically the 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 marijuana that you're tasting. Okay, right? but. The cannabis, I should say. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, now I'm doing it. Now I'm sounding like I'm 70. Anyways, but uh, yeah, it's really light. It's not like I'm not going to get wrecked or anything on this. Yeah, two milligrams. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, mellow. it's really refreshing. And yeah, I'm curious to see um, what other kinds of flavors I can get my hands on. But yeah, it's really nice and relaxing and I enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. Good. Sounds like it would go well with my beer. But yeah. I mean. Oh, you got to uh, stop everything. Actually, I, I had the volume kind of low, so I kind of ruined it. Oh. <laughs> I'll do <laughs> better next time. You got stop everything. <laughs> you could have just went with it. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm still Doesn't learning. Doesn't matter. This is all right. This is all right. That's we're, not, special, we're not professionals. That's our special sound effect that yeah. lets us know that it's time for corrections. Oh, I had a whole list of sound effects I want to get. I can I work on that. Which I know is super cheesy, but as you've already established, you like the cheese, so what? we're going to go with it. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's like, uh, we're kind of late for the, I guess, talking about stuff we were really digging, feeling in the month of June, but, uh, life got away with us Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. This episode is late. Yeah. Very late. Very late. We're going to explain that in a special episode. Yeah. There will be a special episode. I guess it's just going to be for Patreon though. Is that what we Yeah. We're, we're doing one episode a month. That's just for Patreon peeps. Yeah. And so we're going to save it for that just to give like uh, the nitty gritty Patreon's supposed to be more like for like behind the scenes, more insights into like how the show is made or us or more personal stuff or whatever. So that's, that's kind of in the same maybe more personal stuff. Just maybe more, maybe we should put all your, <laughs> your, <What>? your boring, <laughs> your life, life stuff, like, more boring stuff, like your like, like important life knowledge stuff okay well i think it's important to talk about life knowledge stuff on on, for everybody i know i know i know i know so it's hard i have basically one correction do you want me to start yeah you start i got a few so a while ago i mentioned that i had a toolbox and it was from a canadian company and that company was beach beach toolbox company or whatever from ontario i think it was smith falls and, um, actually when I, uh, well, I went downstairs and checked my toolbox and then I, I looked it up online just to see if I could get some info. Um, they started in the fifties. They went out of business, I don't know, sometime in the nineties. And then in 1996, they actually tried to like re, uh, reboot it. Like another company had bought like the rights to mm-hmm. the name and the patents and stuff and whatever. And there was like another company that was going, to, you were able to order beach toolboxes again. Oh, um, but it totally failed. Like it, oh. it, it did not succeed at all. You can't even get to the website where the catalog was like that all the sucks. links are dead. So I couldn't actually find any information on like when that died, but, hmm. um, so they tried bringing it back, but it's basically, it basically just looks like a regular toolbox. It's red. Sorry. Maybe yeah. I'll put a picture on Instagram, but it's basically just a red mechanics toolbox. And uh, yeah, I got it secondhand and that's the company. So I wish, uh, you know, whenever possible, I try to support Canadian based mm-hmm. companies and stuff. And when you can't, when you can't find something that's Canadian made now, um, you know, there are a lot of companies that used to exist that made stuff that we can still, uh, you know, 
refurbish and reuse and reusing is mm-hmm. better than buying new anyway. So, so that's my one thing. Sorry. I forgot before brain fart beach, beach toolboxes. Maybe somebody selling them on like, like a personal, a personal sale on like Kijiji. Or yeah. That's how EBay I got mine. Or yeah. Something like that. I mean, I'm good. I got my toolbox now, yeah. so I'm, I'm set. But for everybody else that's out there, they're good toolboxes. But yeah. yeah. Neat. So June was a rough month, I think. I mean, the last, I mean, obviously this whole COVID thing has been hard on everybody. But mm-hmm. then on top of it, just the. Do you mean July? No, I mean June. June. Oh. Like just the eye opening shitstorm that the summer has been mm-hmm. of just not the greatest things and realizing that people are not uh not, not cool well some of them are i mean not everybody i just mean that it's it's been kind of a rough month realizing how some people think with in regards to other uh-huh. races and stuff and it's just it but it's also been eye-opening like i've been shocked but at the same time um you know now you know and i think everybody's gonna try to do better um i for one have while it's not like you know anything maybe groundbreaking or whatever i've definitely been paying attention more to my uh consuming of goods or like who i'm buying from um i know there's been a lot of talk of this cancel culture thing going on but honestly uh places like you know, certain sites that I follow and uh, things that I would normally buy, I definitely have been making a point of going up and see where they going up. Like, yeah, right. I'm just driving up and going and meeting these people. I mean, looking up and seeing, you know, where they stand with things. And also it kind of just opened my eyes to whether or not I was having some kind of weird thing where I was only reading by certain type of authors or, I mean, music, no, because I you know, like literally listen to everything and all stuff so i'm not mm-hmm. you know but making sure that i'm not just supporting like having some kind of weird i don't want to say echo chamber because i don't think that's the right term for it in this regard but kind of like just only listening uh sorry supporting um you know media artists uh, and companies that are like me and trying to find other things that maybe i didn't realize i wasn't even considering because i don't think it's like a it's it's not just about consciously choosing um only you know like white suppliers and white companies and white youtubers and white following white instagram people and all that it's not just about that it's about just being like hey man am i like really open to the diversity that's out there and uh actively seeking that stuff you know i don't know if that made any sense i think i think so but could you explain what cancel culture is? <clears throat> wow. I've okay, I don't even know if I'm going to be explaining this right. Never heard that one before. Um, really? Yeah. Okay, so I might not be explaining this right. From what I understood is just like right now there's a lot of like um, people calling out people on their the way that they have been using their advertising, their marketing or whatever. Like Aunt um, Jemima. For example, well, just like like say a company that their like their staff could be all white, like they don't have a lot of diversity, and if they do, it may only be in like the lower levels and not represented in like any executive positions and stuff like that, okay. or they mistreat their employees. Um, 
I mean, I'm seeing a company, but it could be anything, right? And so a lot of people are like, you know, explain yourselves. And I mean, you can't really justify being like that. And so people are like, you're canceled, you know? But I think it's gone like a boy, beyond boy that cutting. now. Not even, yeah, sort of boycotting, but I think the hashtag is basically like canceled. But I think it's gone beyond that so much to the point where like it's being used kind of across the board for everything. Like you don't like something somebody says and it's like well okay you're being canceled or whatever so i think it can be used um as a very good tool maybe for certain things Mm -hmm. um but i think it also can get out of hand if people are not being given the chance to uh maybe clarify some things although again when it comes to companies that are not representing um different races and stuff like that i think that there's not really an excuse for it, especially the ones that don't. Like there was a whole, um, oh my God, what's it called? I think it's pull up or shut up. Although that hashtag has been used for a whole bunch of other things, like literally like doing pull ups. And I I had started following it on Instagram and I get like a whole bunch of things that have nothing to do with the actual pull up or shut up. Is that movement. like a play on words from put up and shut up or something or? I guess so. Yeah. And it's basically like um, asking companies to like send the stats on, you know, what's the deal with their company? Like, you know, do they need the break? Yeah. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Right. So, but then I started getting all this other weird stuff. Like, I was like, what is come? Like, what does that got to do with anything? You know? But um, for the most part in in the beginning, I was getting mainly these things, which helped a lot because it really opened my eyes to like, wow, I don't want to support, you know, this company that either isn't, isn't even or is basically like saying, well, we're not going to answer you. Doesn't don't even dignify people with their response, or they do and they don't say like this is what we're going to do to make things better. We like recognize that we haven't been as diverse and, and open as we should be, and now we're going to you know like this is moving forward what we're going to do. Yeah, if a company doesn't directly answer inquiries directed at it, then you have to assume right. the. Kind of the worst case yeah, scenario. Yeah, I mean, like, you would do that for, like, uh, any company you were asking if they're vegan or cruelty-free. If they don't answer me when I write to them, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, and I usually will write, you know, once or twice. Not one, once. I will go and look on their website and try to figure out whether or not I can, you know. And then uh, if that doesn't work, I'll sometimes try to, like, message them through their Instagram site. And then after that, it's kind of like either I get a wishy-washy response or nothing at all. I'm like, forget it. Yeah, either you know? it, it is or it isn't. Yeah. No answer and is. In case uh, in no. point, there is actually, um, there was a brand that I was looking at and there is a, uh, a, there's like a group that are Canadian and um, I'm not going to call them out or anything right now just because I don't even know if they're aware of this, but like they have like a yoga channel and it's all about like healthy living, plant-based living. And, you know, they are really into like, rescues and stuff like that and all and anyways they were promoting a certain product and I was like oh and I think this is even made here and I was like in Canada and I was like cool so I like I looked it up and I couldn't find anything specific to say if it was vegan or not or cruelty free I think it was I think it was cruelty free um and so I wrote them and I was like hey do you guys uh I noticed on your site it doesn't say it says you have worldwide shipping but doesn't say anything about whether or not you 
ship and sell your products to mainly mainland China. And that's a big issue because they have to test on animals there. And even companies that can, like there was recently a company that got around this like a loophole thing where it doesn't have to be tested to send there. But then the thing with China is they can test stuff after it goes there, like post, you know. So what you're saying is if a, like that. if a product for human uh or human skin and stuff is sent to mainland China, it's a legal requirement that is tested on animals. Exactly, and it can be done at any time. So even if it isn't done right away, they can go and like haul it off the shelves and, and test it on animals at any time. So basically any product that's sold in mainland China is a no-go. No I mean, I think so when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, like I said, my knowledge of it is pretty limited, so I usually have to constantly be looking stuff up. But mm-hmm. um, when it comes to... Um, yeah, like any kind of skincare or food or anything like that. But I mean, dyes, paints, like when you're buying something, you're kind of like, all right, well, this is composed of certain materials. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong for someone that's out there, if they know, but, uh, yeah. So I wrote them and they didn't answer me back. So I wrote them again and they still didn't answer me back. So now my next move, I think I mentioned it to you and I haven't done it yet is to literally write the chick that like is promoting this stuff, um, and say, Hey, you know, are you aware that, you know, I, that this is what's going on and like, maybe she has this uh, answers or maybe she doesn't know because that would really suck if you're like promoting a certain lifestyle and like people are saying oh you know like this person is buying it so I'm going to try it too or whatever and they mm-hmm. don't do their due diligence and look it up and then this whole time you've been promoting something that's not what it claims to be yeah and I mean it's it's difficult like I even trying to explain stuff to my coworkers, you know when uh there's a lot of lack of information and knowledge about out there like yeah. i brought cookies in the other day and people were surprised that they were vegan and i was like well i mean technically there's nothing on the ingredients that right. says well, that there's animal the products sugar but, or palm oil and then i started talking to them about sugar and how um you know i it's it's bones can be used uh to whiten sugar and so technically it doesn't say that there's animal product in there, but there's no guarantee that the sugar that was used in those Oreos this also didn't doesn't mean have animal bones in it. Go eat a bunch of cookies so you get ground up bones so you get in your calcium. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, and so and they were like, What? Why would there be bones in sugar? And that like like how does that and I'm like, Yeah, so it's complicated sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm just doing the best I can. I just read the ingredients and I mean, you know what? I you have to draw the line somewhere right. for practical living and stuff. But well, even I mean, we someone, uh, we can. I just told somebody about, uh, marshmallows. Uh, yeah. Marshmallows. Yeah. And they were Ugh. like, what do you mean? There's pig in marshmallow. I'm like, well, gelatin comes from mostly pig skin and hooves and hooves. And well, it's ears. Is it skin too. I thought it was, skin. Oh God. Um, and mostly from pigs, but, um, other animals too. And it's just, you know, yeah. just discarded animal parts, uh, but mostly skin and hooves and stuff. And but they, I mean, if you're eating hot dogs, you're not worried about yeah, I know, but marshmallows. I'm, <laughs> and you know what? That guy is probably still going to eat marshmallows, yeah. but now he knows that there's sure. pig skin in those marshmallows for like, he just wasn't aware before. Now he's aware. So, and there's a lot of information like that that right. people don't don't realize and and the more and more you learn the more like 
you're like, oh, you all right, now and, I know everything yeah, about no, this you thing. Never know and everything. then, and then before you know it, there's like a whole extra layer underneath, and there's like even more information that you have to be concerned about, and right. it just uh, it never ends. So. Yeah, so all that to say, kind of, we did a little off-topic thing, but yeah, like, June was a a rough month, and uh, for a lot, a lot more so for many more people than me, obviously, I mean, the grand scheme of things, sure. I just meant it was kind of, like, mentally heavy to realize, like, you already think there's so much crap going on, and now you're just like, oh my God, I literally have been in a bubble and not realizing. I mean, you know, you kind of know, but you just don't really, really know, you know? Well, that made sense. But anyway. Okay. Anyways, I do have a couple of uh, things that I just wanted to mention from our last episode so we can get into this thing. Um, so, yeah, kind of going along with that thing. Uh, I was definitely struggling with some terms. It's not to be offensive to anybody. Um, I definitely realized growing up uh, in Newfoundland that uh, there were certain expressions that I heard and probably even used myself that were not maybe the most um, kind, I guess. I don't want to say politically incorrect because it's not even about being politically correct and it's more more about being like once you learn where the backstory to these terms come from, you realize, oh my gosh, like that's actually super offensive and not nice and I don't want to be using them. Um, so... Yeah, so sometimes now when we're talking about stuff like uh, I had mentioned at one point Chinese lanterns, and I was like not really sure if that was okay to say, and I right, said I was I struggling. But let me make it clear, I do not think I have a struggle. Like <laughs> I recognize that being white and, you know, in a privileged position, I'm not struggling like... You know, I don't want it to make it be like, I don't want it to seem like I'm saying, oh, the plight of me that I have to think about the right terms to use. It's not about that at all. It's more just about I'm not comfortable when I say things that are, I, I feel like could be offensive to people because I really don't want to offend. Uh, oops, sorry, hit my mic. I really don't want to offend somebody or cause somebody hurt or pain, basically, because I do have a respect for okay, I think they, all different kinds. I think they get it. So what yeah. are we going to call Chinese lanterns. Um, so the thing is, I kind of did see that people do still use that term, but something else that are, is also being said is uh, sky lanterns. Okay. Um, Chinese lanterns, actual Chinese lanterns are used for specific ceremonies. So there's like specific colors, uh, I believe, that you would use um, for different events, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, like I believe red is like a like good luck. Mm-hmm. And good wishes and stuff like that. And white is for, like, death. death. So you wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have, like, white. For a birthday party or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and also that's why you don't give white when giving gifts. Because you're, you're not going to, like, gift something with the sentiment of death behind it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, also, uh, I did, I think we were talking about... The episode of uh, Tuca and Birdie, it was actually the episode Sugar Bowl, where she ends up baking her grandma's ashes. Um, I don't even, I believe it's still on Netflix, but like I said, I really like that show, I gotta say. I, I thought it was hilarious. It's an animated show. Um, I don't think they renewed it, which is kind of sad, but it was pretty good. I think there's only one season that's there, and I believe that's probably the first season 
for some reason in my brain, I thought there was like multiple, like two seasons at least, and it was farther along. But yeah, I think it's in the first season. Anyways, uh, first episode, I mean. So um, I was kind of like, I think at one point we were talking about eating ashes and we're like, that's super gross or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, apologies. There is such a thing as endocannibalism, uh, which is eating uh, ashes or body parts of deceased. And it is actually part of certain cultures, Um, not in some kind of creepy, weird, you know, way. Like we're not Jeffrey Dahmering over there or anything like that. It's really about, uh, showing respect i think for the person that's passed and it's part of the spiritual belief behind it and everything okay so yeah so we shouldn't make fun of people eating ashes no and probably i'm sure there might even be like a sickness like there's those people that wake up like at night and they don't even realize that they eat sleepwalking no, no, it's like sleep eating, but like the like I remember seeing one time. Oh my god, I can't remember the show, but anyways, the person was like waking up and eating like cigarettes and Ew. garbage and stuff. They made themselves really sick. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's a thing. Hmm. No kidding. Well, speaking yeah. of death, I just thought of something else. I did a little bit of research on uh, natural burial. So oh, I totally forgot. Everywhere in Canada, it's technically illegal to just bury a body somewhere you can't just you know dig a hole in your yard and whatever even if it's like a prepared space or whatever technically it's illegal although i'm sure some people are buried in different places on their property or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but there are natural um cemeteries there's one right near here called um i forget what it's called but it's on denman island and the thing about that one though is it's like i like the idea and pete liked the idea of having a tree um, planted on your grave so you could be like the compost for the tree and then yeah. basically turn into the tree but um, they don't do that what they do allow is if somebody dies you can have them uh, like at the morgue or whatever they can be put into a untreated wood like a pine uh-huh. coffin of some kind just a plain coffin um, but it has to be untreated wood with no chemicals and stuff and uh, you can't be buried in like uh, synthetic clothing or anything like that. Usually it's like a very simple untreated cotton clothing or naked Paper. or yeah, something like that. And you're put in the, the wood coffin and then you're allowed to be buried in that cemetery. Um, but there's no grave markers like they, they do allow, I believe, like a marker stone, like an actual stone, not like a headstone or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, temporarily or whatever but it's kind of like it's just a natural space to bury bodies okay and let them turn into nature or whatever right so it's not gonna be yeah there's not you're not allowed to like plant stuff on top of it or anything like that but it's it's getting along the lines and there are places like that throughout canada that allow for more natural burials Mm -hmm. and uh there's actually a company in the states that does something a little bit i don't i don't want to say ickier but it made me feel a little, it made me feel gross. Okay. <laughs> like it, I didn't feel like that's what I wanted with my body, but basically it's, oh. it's, the, it's from a scientific perspective, it's a very efficient and natural way to dispose of a body. So what they do is they take the body 
they put some, uh, they put it in this bag, essentially, along with a bunch of enzymes. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of, I think. And they seal it up for 30 days. Yeah, that's and it. And they basically just let this thing compost yeah. in the bag. And, yeah. And because of the enzymes and because of the heat and everything, it's actually good enough to eat through the bones and things. Because um, normally your pelvic bone and your skull take a lot longer uh, to decompose. And uh, they could, I mean, they could last for decades and, you know, we find skeletons yeah, yeah, in the yeah. world but yeah. uh but through this process you can totally compost it and then afterwards you have the option of your family taking some compost and then planting it in there like i just yeah i find i mean i just i don't like the idea of being in this hot enzyme rich bath well, you're in not, a garbage you're bag you're not gonna know I know. I just I, that that seemed a little bit more icky to me like i i i, I like the idea of being buried in the ground and letting me get eaten by worms and stuff and whatever. I don't know why that's less gross to me, but like just okay. to feel like I want to be outside. I don't want to be in a plastic bag, even though I'm dead and I'm not there yeah. anymore and whatever. I just, I, I didn't like, I didn't like this whole <laughs> sealed garbage bag uh, approach, but there are these natural options that are right. forming. And they were actually saying, I didn't even think about this. I don't know how I didn't, but um, even though cremation is becoming more and more popular um, and more and more people are getting cremated. Like it's probably bad for the air. Yeah, it's actually car- carbon emissions wise, actually right. really bad to right. be. I mean, it takes a lot of energy first of yeah. all just to burn a body because uh, it has to be super hot and they have special ovens yeah, designed yeah. for that. But also, it's technically an emission as well. Like you're emitting your body is becoming a carbon emission. Yeah, I mean, which think isn't about in it. line with my people- values. People that are like uh, try to get rid of bodies by burning them, like you have to burn it at an, such an incredibly high heat for an extended period of time. Yeah. That's why a lot of people get caught afterwards, um, because or that I mean that's how they they are able to catch or at least find the the burning site because there's remnants still there, like yeah. and it's not stuff that you would visibly maybe notice like just by looking at it because it's still small. But so yeah, I would rather crazy. be buried in an Imagine. unmarked natural grave and not have a tree. I than... see this image of these smokestacks of just plumes of dark smoke in the sky. Well, I'm like, pretty sure they have to have like special uh, chimney filters and stuff and whatever. You, you don't know, want just all people's this crap that like goes into our air and just makes it bad. We just need to stop. Stop it. Just stop it all. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, just stop it all. Give the air a chance to like heal. Okay. Well, we can start by making uh, burial plants that don't involve enzyme bags, burning our bodies, but without enzyme bags. I'm all, I'm going on the record right now. I don't want to be in a compost no, bag. That's why I was filling in. You're saying that don't involve, and I said oh. enzyme bags. Okay, all right, good, 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 good. You're not down with the enzymes. Yep. So there you go. So there's some additional okay. info. All right, all right. So uh, I th- I think that's about it for uh, addressing stuff from before, and just kind of wanted to go over some cool stuff for June. So we can get into the positive things. Are you things eyeing now? me because I was tapping my fingers? Yeah, you're tapping the Could table and everyone it? can hear it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's hard for me to sit still. You're going to trigger people. Like just, just me not doing something else while I'm doing this is already enough. But now I can't even fiddle. You should know. You're like the fiddler. Supreme. I have, I have RLS. You do it's not a serious condition. have RLS. I have restless leg syndrome. I need to wiggle my legs. You're just one of those people that, like, if you got a pen, you got to click it, you know? Oh, I got in big you're trouble coffee, at work one time. After every set. They took my pen away. Because you're clicking? I was clicking too much. Yeah. They took my clicky pen and away, and they gave me a different clicking. pen. It's not even, like, a rhythmic, slow, 
tempo that you got going on. It's furious. You're a furious clicker. (laughs) Just like you're a furious leg shaker. Like shake the whole friggin' floor, man. Um, Hmm? It's powerful. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Yeah. June, did you want to talk about your thing for June 1st? Like things I like? Yeah. Um, Yeah. All right. So um, I. I don't know what they are. So I'm I'm curious. Right. Well, I. I, we were supposed to pick things that we liked so that we could share them. And I decided to do a theme of things because uh, in the next month, instead of talking about wills and insurance and whatever, I want to talk about personal finance. And so all my, all my likes <laughs> this month are going to be about personal finance stuff. So um, my favorite, favorite book on personal finance is called Millionaire Teacher uh, by Andrew Hallam. And he wrote another book called Millionaire Expat, which I also read because I want to be an expat one day. Um, but it wasn't that good. Like it, and it, I felt kind of gypped because large sections of the book are like, this only applies if you're a British expat or this only applies if you're Australian or American. And so you just have to skip, you know, several chapters uh, to find the Canadian stuff. So I just, um, I, I, I wouldn't recommend getting that book. There's nothing in there that you really need uh, that you can otherwise find really on the internet so much or just email me and I'll tell you. Um, but Millionaire Teacher, his first book, is awesome. It's a, a really, really great book. And at the time that I read it, which was several years ago, I really didn't know that much about uh, personal finance and uh, you know budgeting and all that stuff and what ETFs were or mutual funds or, you know, how to build a retirement portfolio or any of that stuff. And he like really goes into it and explains all of it without it being like too overwhelming or too complicated. Right. Um, so definitely Millionaire Teacher, that's where I would start. And then I'm actually in the middle of reading this book right now. It's called Beat the Bank uh, by Larry Bates. So Beat the Bank by Larry Bates. And he does a really good job explaining why mutual funds in Canada are so horrible. Um, and both of those books are very Canadian focused, which what is about the book club book that you're reading. I, I am still <laughs> trying to get I've through read like seven books since you had that one, probably I'm, more. <laughs> I'm still working on, on the book club book. Um, cause I can't, I cannot read it while you're reading it because it'll mess up your, Okay, so I'm looking at my Kobo right now, and it says it's 39% done. Oh, my goodness. Five hours to go. Oh, jeez. I'm trying. It's actually, it is, it is a good book, but, yeah, but I'm, you, I'm struggling. You're, you're trying, but you're not, because you, like, you're on, you go to bed, and you're on Reddit. Uh-huh. Right? And honestly, <laughs> I know, like, you, I'm not working right now, so clearly, you know, I have more time, but to be very frank, I don't read during the day most yeah. of the time. I read the time that you're doing your Reddit stuff, I read at night because yeah. I just, I don't know, reading is very relaxing for me. So like I start to read and I could be reading about anything and it's going to, my head's going to start to nod yeah. and it's not because I'm not interested. I just, I think I just need to make, I need to schedule time to read instead of just reading when there's nothing else going on. Yeah, for sure. Because then I'll never get to it. Mm-hmm. So. And there's so many books I have that I need to oh, be yeah. reading here. Yeah, um, absolutely. So anyway, uh, Millionaire Teacher, Beat the Bank. Um, 
There are other books, but I, I'm not even going to mention them because those are really the only ones you need. I've read a bunch of other books. Like I've read uh, The Real Retirement. Um, I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Sounds like a threat. I will teach you to be rich. He's He's got a lot of really cool stuff in that book, but it's mostly like tips and tricks to... Be rich. Well, no, but he, he doesn't mean it in the sense of like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to start yeah, a business just, or whatever. He's talking about like uh, little things like calling up your credit card company and asking them for stuff, like right. waiving your annual fee. And he talks about stuff that maybe people didn't know that they could do if they just asked for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then as far as podcasts, there are not very many podcasts about Canadian personal finance. And out of out of the maybe five that I've tried and listened to, um, pretty much all of them suck. So uh, there was one. Uh, it was the Canadian Couch Potato podcast. It was really good. Um, and it was by the Canadian Couch, like the official Canadian Couch Potato from his website. I forget what his name is. Um, but he, he did it for almost a year. And then he just said, okay, like I'm done doing this podcast now. I'm not going to make making any more episodes and he just stopped uh but you can still go listen to all the episodes that he did do so those are good um but as far as ongoing podcasts the only one that i like and that i'll recommend is the rational reminder and um that's really good it's really canadian focused i agree with not that you should listen to me anyway but i i agree with most of the things that they say and the strategies that they have and they talk they go into a lot of different topics and they bring on experts in different fields like mm-hmm. retirement planning life insurance all kinds of things taxes whatever cool and uh that one's really good rational reminder everything else out there is pretty is, is going to be like u.s focused and you can listen to u.s personal finance stuff and a lot of the principles will apply and you just have to convert in your head roth ira to tfsa and 401k to rsp and then it sort of applies but United States has different stuff than us. Like right. they can, they can, um, mortgage interest is something that they can, uh, uh, write off on their taxes and we can't do that. So anyway, I, I'm going to stop now. That's going to be <laughs> for the next thing. But, um, if you are at a loss for personal finance stuff and you don't know where to start, try out a millionaire teacher. It's called that because he was a Canadian teacher. And then he uh, saved, and he was very frugal, and uh, became a millionaire. And now he's teaching other people how to do the same, sort of. So, oh. yeah. What do you got? <clears throat> I got a beef. What? I got beef. <laughs> okay. Not literally. Uh, no, just because when you were talking and you said gypped, I kind of felt like mm, that doesn't sound like that's a good word. Oh, is gypped a, not a thing to say? Yeah, I think it was derogatory. I think it originally stems from how people felt about gypsies them oh that makes sense i mean it's just a word that i heard growing up and never knew the origin i know i know and it's going to be hard to like reprogram yourself not to use those certain things but like that's it's just like you know something that we got to try to do we need to make a point of it and i'm sure i'm gonna say all kinds of stuff that you know if i really thought about it i would realize the terms are you know not the best but um that's why when we catch ourselves, we need to be like, hmm. No, you're right. You got to audit yourself. You got to be conscious and thoughtful. And yeah, think about what you're saying, not just because I've been saying it 
just forever yeah. just because. But yeah, gypped. All right, I'm not going to say that anymore. I'll just say that I was, I felt uh, unsatisfied with my purchase afterwards. I didn't feel like I got the, shortchanged? the, the right value. Yeah, shortchanged, is that a... I mean, I don't think it has to do good. with people that Sounds are... Sounds good to me. <laughs> smaller in stature or that one's height safe. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That one's safe. I'm going to go shortchanged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I guess much of the month of June, um, it's kind of weird. we got a late start to summer here. I mean, it's definitely heating up now, and we're towards the end of July. But uh, compared to, we've only been here for two years, so compared to the first year we were here, this seemed a little bit, uh, you know, a little little less warm. Um, So have been outside. Oh, sorry. It's Uh, scorching right now. More warm, but it started later is what I meant to say. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, I just, uh, have been spending some time outside, um, whenever I can. And, uh, just like I said, lately it's been hotter. So I have been spending less time because it gets really hot in our back in the morning and it takes a while for the sun to move. So during the day I tend to, you know, once I'm out for my walk, that's it. It's kind of like, I got to wait for it to get, otherwise I just turn into one giant freckle and okay. not good. It's not healthy to... <laughs> that to my skin and like i do put sunscreen on but obviously i still burn um yeah so different things i've been into to kind of pass the time uh while i've been waiting to hear back from somewhere that i had applied um was uh there was a couple of instagrammers um i believe they also have like youtube channels too but uh some newer ones that i had found uh, was rachel ama and sophie rowe and both of them tend to talk a lot about um, well, they do have recipes. So for is kind of like, uh, sort of activism, I guess. Um, and, uh, part of this whole kind of, I guess, help to educate people on, uh, what's been going on and how we can do things better and stuff like that in regards to racism. Um, but she also has some recipes and stuff and actually they're just like a delight to watch, uh, regardless, whatever they're talking about, they're just, it's just super nice to see people that are, um, very open and honest and, uh, Tabitha Brown, who I'd actually never even, I, I didn't hear her for, she's an actress. And so I started looking some stuff up and I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize that was her. But anyways, um, she's got these really uplifting, things on Instagram, on her Instagram stories. And uh, she's just an amazing human being. Love her. Anyway, so uh, there are a couple of podcasts that I were was listening to to just kind of pick myself up a little bit, um, you know, and also learn some things. Uh, regular podcasts that I listen to all the time are like uh, We Can Grub and Night Call, uh, uncover ghoul on ghoul so a couple of new ones that i caught was uh, the daily smile which is literally like what it says and they had this whole thing on this youtube guy that i'd never heard of and it was the rainbow guy on youtube and how he's uh, sorry double rainbow guy and i don't know if you've ever seen the video never heard of that oh my gosh it's it's the sweetest thing unfortunately he's passed on but um i uh what's his name bear i think it's I don't think it's Guy Paul. It's probably Guy Paul Bear Vasquez, but he passed away May of this year. But anyways, there's a really popular video. Like, it's super old, and it's he catches these, like, two 
rainbows, a double rainbow. And he's just like, his mind is completely blown, but he's so happy. And then he's just so overwhelmed with feeling it's beautiful. It's okay. the sweetest, beautiful, most uplifting thing to watch. I'm not sure if it's in Yosemite Park, but anyway, something somewhere like that. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. And Yosemite Park, man. I've only been there once and I loved it. It was just gorgeous. Actually, I might have been there when I was really little and I don't remember. But I was there when I was older, for sure. Absolutely, I remember. It's that not amazing. Yo's might? No. <laughs> I don't. Oh, well, I don't know. I think it's Yosemite. Yeah, it is. I, okay. I'm just messing with you. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so some books that I read, uh, just listening to different books. Uh, podcasts and stuff uh, a lot of the oh oh i forgot did i say i don't know if i mentioned the scam goddess that's really good scam goddess yeah i really like that literally talking about scams oh. that been going on pretty cool um and some books that i've been reading uh well i'm done with now was uh and i got some of these as suggestions just by kind of like because everybody's been kind of posting and sharing to get everybody you know aware of really great you know, uh, black or people of color YouTubers and Instagrammers and stuff like that. And so they'll also post like authors and, you know, anyways, it's just more stuff to get, uh, like wide, wide in your interests and be more open and stuff. And, um, so one of the authors they mentioned was, uh, one of these, I can't even remember who, but mentioned Ruth Ware. And I read her book, Turn of the Key, and I thought it was really, really good. It was the perfect, like, um, kind of, I want to say like paranormal mystery um and it wasn't too long it was really quick read for me which which was great because it kept me interested enough reading before I went to bed that I wasn't immediately like it wasn't super heavy to be thinking about although maybe some people would find that kind of stuff heavy to think about but like for me it was really good and I was able to like quickly fall asleep and also I wasn't like stressing that the library is going to claw back my book and I wasn't going to get it finished because sometimes um, I, I stress and then I'm like, I have a day where I have to like, oh my gosh, I got to get like three hours in this or I'm never going to finish it because I don't usually buy books. I usually just uh, rent them from the library, but it's a virtual library. So, or digital library, I guess you'd call it. Um, another book that I read was, so you want to talk about race by Ijoma Ulo. I don't know if I said Ijoma, sorry, Ijoma Ulo. I might be saying her name wrong. I feel like I am. I apologize. But that was a really, really good book, and I think everybody could probably benefit from. What? How do you spell it? Uh, I-J-E-O-M-A, I think. Ijeoma. Ijeoma. No, I think her first name I'm saying right. I think it's her last name, O-L-U-O. Oluo? We can just, we're just going to, you know, and I looked it up to make sure that I would pronounce it right, but that was a couple of days ago before the incident, or I guess it's been like a week ago now before the incident, and I have since forgotten. Okay. I just realized that. I assumed I was going to remember, and I let myself down, and I apologize. Okay. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, um. I think that's about it. Oh, no, music-wise, my friend Tommy, or Tom, uh, who I don't think is listening to this, but if he is, shout out to him. He has really great musical tastes, and he actually turned me on to Leanne Le Havas, and she just had an album come out, a new one. Um, her stuff is awesome. I love it. She, I heard a couple of covers where she does, like, uh, 
I think I think she does a Radiohead cover, maybe. But her music is really good. I really like her. Cool. Yeah. I thought of some stuff. This is kind of a downer, but oh man, I you made me think of um, speaking of expanding your horizons. Uh, there's this podcast called Headlong Running from Cops, and it's just a six part series plus a bonus episode. And all it is is just in, an investigative report and expose on the show Cops, which was like my favorite show of all time. I just love Cops. But we don't watch it anymore. Can't watch it anymore because of this podcast and because I listen to the podcast and everyone out there is probably rolling their eyes right no, now. No, I don't think it's even playing anymore. I think they've taken it off of the network because, well, it, Cops, because Cops is done, but... No, but streaming it, like some, there were certain uh, networks that were playing episodes still. Anyway, there's, there's like a bunch of stuff behind the scenes, the way that Cops was produced, including like even the way that they edited it, the way that, uh, you know, there was even like cops planning uh, drugs on people in order to get mm -hmm. a story. And like, it was just really sketchballs and i I just, I would have never thought that I would have been a person that would be like, oh, I can't watch Cops anymore. I just love that show so much. Um, but I just, anyway, if, if, you, if you like Cops, the TV show, or you're just curious, just go check out. It's a six-part podcast series. It's not long, and it's really interesting. Like, it'll suck you in. So it's called Headlong Running from Cops, and just search for it on your whatever podcast app you have. Did they stop? Uh, did they actually stop their shows before this year? Uh, I I don't know if it just finished or. If I it, feel like it only just finished because of what's been going on. Oh, we got a guest. Our, a guest on guest our show. Starring, <laughs> guest starring. Ruck neighbors. It it is Ruckus. Yeah. But this whole time we've been calling him Barkus because I misheard. And then I assumed it was because he barks all the time that yeah. his name was Barkus. And then the other day I clearly heard it's not Barkus, it's Ruckus. And I'm like, oh, oh I knew God. the whole time. Oh, I was I just didn't. calling him Barkus for I, fun. Oh, <laughs> no, I thought that was his name. And I was seeing it all the time, even when they were there. <laughs> but I didn't realize. Yeah. Bye, babe. Um, so headlong running for cops. And then also uh, we listened to this podcast called Nothing Much Happens Pretty much every night. Oh, yeah. So I thought, uh, you know, to offset the bummer thing, uh, go check out. If you have trouble falling asleep or whatever, just try it out. But we put an episode on as we go to bed. So it's called Nothing Much Happens. It's just a story where nothing happens. And it's, you know, just inconsequential things that try to take your mind off of all the busy things in your mind. And Yeah, it's basically her going through... A moment in her day. Catherine Nikolai. And I always... Like, reminds me of how Phoebe Judge always... Yeah, says. exactly. Yeah. On Criminal. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, finished, it's good. We finished... It's um, a good podcast. Oh, man. What's that show? We finished... Uh, not Mythical Garden. Oh. Um, um, what do you... I want to say... You, oh. Uh, uh, the Moon... Duncan Trussell's show... Yeah. Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel. Yeah, Midnight Gospel. It's a weird Mythical show Garden. on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Duncan Trussell show. Yeah. And, and we finally finished it cuz it took us a while to get through it cuz it's pretty out there. It's it's pretty some but it, the last couple episodes were were heavy. So, 
you know, just that period of time was very difficult, but we finally finished it and um, it ended on such a beautiful episode too. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was sad, but it was great. I don't typically like sad stuff, but that was pretty great. Also, if you're the kind of person that uh, likes weed, I would imagine it would probably be a pretty good yeah. show to watch. Hi. I, I don't get high very often ever, but I would imagine anyway. Mm-hmm. So, And if you're the kind of person that says you're going to watch a series with your partner and then decides you're going to just bounce like halfway in, the other person's left to uh, finish it all by herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I think it's totally it was pretty impressive that you finished this. I had to finish. I had to finish Tales from the Loop. Literally, you had one one episode left. Tales from the Loop was such a depressing oh show. I couldn't take it anymore. But it was so beautiful. I just and it really was too a, much a sadness loop. in my life. Like and and devs. I had to finish devs by myself. Also, yeah, and upload and oh, but count, upload is super funny. Yeah, I think it's hard when you're in a relationship. You just didn't even want to try upload. No. You didn't even give it a chance. You would have liked it. It was funny. It's hard. Like, you got to find shows that you want to watch together, and sometimes it can be difficult. And I think it's it's fair to say, you know, I will try watching one, two, three episodes, and then after that, I reserve the right to say, I don't want to watch this anymore. You're on your own. Didn't you watch, didn't I get you to watch a horror movie with me? I feel, oh, I did. We watched April Fool's Day, or did oh, I already God. mention that? So lame. In the in the other episode, I don't know if you it, you didn't like it. It was scary. I didn't like it, and <laughs> I didn't like the plot. We're gonna change the name of this podcast to <laughs> Things Phil Doesn't Like. I didn't like it. Don't watch it. It first of all, it's a super old, I believe from the eighties. It's so great. It's like, I mean, it's not really that scary, well, especially. Okay, I'm not going to say it in case somebody does go and watch it. I thought it, I, I, that was like my favorite, my favorite like horror movie. It's, it's the the kind of show that uh, upsets me because I don't like it when you're watching a TV show or a movie or something and then the people in the show go off and do totally ridiculous dumb things. But that's things. the whole, that's like the premise for every... Yeah, but people are getting murdered and you're like, oh, I'm going to go by myself alone into the what? woods no, and investigate this No, I'm going to go take a thing. shower in the dark. You know, or I'm going to go, like, there's other people around, but you know what we should do? We should split up <laughs> and go, like, into the darkness and not communicate with each yeah. other and not have any kind of plan or, you know, they haven't even come up with any kind of... Uh, methodology for how they're going to perform their search or communicate or any kind of signals that they're going to give each other right there all of everything you're saying it's 100 percent understandable why you don't like it because it's not something that is based on a logical depiction of what somebody would do but you're first of all i'm sure there are people out there that would be like oh yeah like i'm in a cabin in the woods and it's dark and i hear this scary noise but i'm just gonna like Turn my back to the door and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't even, they, I don't even think they were really drinking. Like, they weren't even drunk. Like, No, they weren't. So it's like, I mean, sometimes you can be like, all right, well, they were drunk and being dumb or whatever. But in this case, it was just like straight up, you know, being, just acting irresponsibly and That was the carelessly. 80s, man. All the movies, all the best ones. So anyway, holy moly, still going. I mean, look at Weekend at Bernie's, right? Really, who would, 
Who would like carry their dead boss around and like put sunglasses on him and yeah. sit him on a like a chair, sun chair on the beach? And I know like, that's he would <laughs> smell first of all. He would poop <laughs> oh. himself immediately on death, and then they would like. I don't think they did a whole diaper thing. Anyway, I don't no. want to get into the logistics of it. All comes back to poop, man. No matter what we do. Do you have a song for this episode? Um, only just because song pick for the playlist. I guess. Just really wish that I could go out and do things outside and get in the water. And even though I don't know how to surf, I wish I knew how to surf. And so I'm going to pick a song by the drums called, I believe it's called Go Surfing. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Beach Boys. No. Okay. (laughs) The drums go surfing. Yeah. I Uh, think it's called Go Surfing. Based on my feelings of the world right now, um, I'm going to go with AWOL Nation, Burn It Down. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, guys. I really like that song. It's a good car song. <laughs> well, I have a subwoofer in my car, so that helps. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, it's about an hour now. Oh, my gosh. We're at 56 minutes. You know what the problem is? We talk too much, both of us. What do you mean? The whole point is to We need to, to set talk. up some kind of like shock system. So that when the other one's going on too long, you just zap them. Well, you could kick me under the table. No. Okay. Or every time Barkus barks, <laughs> we should change topics. <laughs> anyway, uh, stay tuned for our next episodes. Um, the next one up, I think, is pr- like the next public episode is going to be probably the book club one plus... Other it, things, well, maybe it shan't because I haven't read it yet. Right, that's true. All right, well, I'll get reading and we'll figure it out. And okay. uh, yeah, if you're on Patreon, then stay tuned for the bonus episode that'll be coming out soon, next couple days probably. And that's it. Hope everybody else is doing okay. And please feel free to send us your recommendations for podcast books and other media, TV shows. If you're a couple. And you have a funny, lighthearted show that isn't too scary where people don't act totally retarded. <laughs> oh, I can't even say retarded anymore. Oh, I didn't even notice so that you said that. Oh, oh you shouldn't have said anyway, that. Anyway, email us. Not like partypooperpodcast at gmail.com and let me know no. what we should be watching. And I'm I apologize. All right. Sorry, we're working on it. Okay. You know, it's hard. Okay, That's bye. The world we live in. Okay.